So music is this force that can kind of move between bodies and take up residences in bodies and brains, maybe sometimes without our consent, sometimes delightfully, sometimes infuriatingly. I speak as somebody who's currently quarantined with a couple of toddlers and haven't been able to stop singing Baby Shark for the past several days at least. Hi, I'm Paula Claire Harper. I'm a musicologist. I'm currently a postdoctoral fellow at Washington University in St. Louis. One of the strong connectivities that I see between the idea of the virus and music as a phenomenon, as a practice, is the way in which music can be an invasive force, that music can get stuck in your head without you wanting it to be there. I think there are some ways in which we can make kind of silly, facile, metaphorical connections between digital virality and these viral times. But I also think that there are some ways in which familiarity with the viral circuitry of our contemporary digital lives might help people take things seriously when it comes to the virus operating in our current moment across the world. The first time someone said queer and I knew they meant me, I'm swinging a stick as I walk past the stoop, eating a popsicle, glancing up, and the world breaks open with a single word exploding out of the sentence. My life sentence. The wrong thing I did somehow. The wrong thing I am. Queer. This is like protest, ragey, furious music. And I think the tendency when looking back on what happened in the early years, the first decade and a half of the AIDS epidemic, is to look at it through the lens of sadness and mourning rather than rage and frustration and violence, which was happening at the same time. Like that, a fist, a fist, a fist, a foot, and a fist. My name is Kay Goldschmidt. I work for Wellesley College. I'm an assistant professor, and I head up the program in jazz and world music in the music department. All of these men were watching their friends, their entire generation just decimated by this disease. And their reaction was to get furious, to enact the types of protests that we just don't really see happening with the queer community these days. And the stuff that Bob Ostertag was doing was like coming straight out of the New York downtown experimental scene of the 1980s. And he took a recording of a 1991 riot in San Francisco when Pete Wilson vetoed a gay rights bill. 
And he took those recordings of like on the street of people screaming and breaking things and doing all of these sounds and he made pieces out of them. Thank you.